You're listening to the Life Coaching Secrets Podcast, episode 107. Did you know that life coaches are needed now more than ever? I'm Frank Macri, founder of Thriving Coach Academy. I've trained over a thousand coaches and helped them launch their own successful coaching businesses. If you want to make an incredible income and impact as a coach and have a lot of fun doing it, I'll show you exactly how to get it done. This is Life Coaching Secrets. What's up, coaches? In this episode, I'm going to talk about how to stop feeling desperate how to no longer feel desperate for coaching clients. I know that a lot of people struggle with this, especially in their earlier phases of their coaching business. So I'm going to share with you the exact ways for you to eliminate all desperation so that way you can feel calm and peaceful and trusting in the process of your business as it unfolds. Now, before I go into that, I want to share a quick life update. I recently got back from a trip to Germany. I stayed there for two weeks, my first time visiting the country. And as I was preparing for the trip, I remembered that we had a student um, from Germany who enrolled in the academy last year. So I reached out to her. Her name is Sina. Shout out to Sina. And I said, hey, I'm going to be visiting your country soon. Do you have recommendations on where to go, what to visit, what to see? And she sent me back all these recommendations. And she also said if I was in Munich to let her know so we can get together. So I said, that would be awesome. I'd love to meet you in person. And we made it happen. So when I was in um, Germany, I started out in Munich. And I think on my second or third day there, I met up with Sina in person and it was so cool to give her a big hug and we went around the city. We tried the um, the white sausages, which is a thing in Southern Germany that people do. Um, we had the mustard, we had the pretzels. It was such a great couple days that we were able to share with each other. And Sina was telling me how how significant of a week it was in her life. She said that Um, In that week that I saw her, that was the same week that she passed her final exam in Thriving Coach Academy. So she got her official certification as a coach, which was huge for her. And then the day after that happened was her last day at her former job. So she got her coach certification. She quit and left her former job. And I was able to also meet her in the same exact week. So a lot of exciting things for her. And she's now um, putting her full attention and energy on her coaching business. She's a phenomenal coach. And I am going to include a a snippet of Sina's story at the end of this episode. So be sure to listen to the very end because she's going to share with you her journey as a coach and also her recommendations for people like you who are looking to enroll in Thriving Coach Academy and and create your own coaching business. Um, It's super awesome when we have international students because we just have this network of coaches from all around the world. And even though our program is based in the United States, it's fully virtual. So we have lots of international students join. um, And it's just awesome that we have this, the Thriving Coach Academy network is always expanding. So into this episode on how to stop feeling desperate. When I got started as a coach, the first couple of years, I felt desperate a lot. I constantly thought, I need clients. I need money. I need to make this work. And I want to first talk about the irony of desperation. So whenever you feel desperate, you just end up accumulating more desperation. 
Uh, it just piles on top of itself. But when you release desperation, you end up connecting to abundance. You end up attracting more clients, okay? It's really wild how that works. It's, it's how the laws of abundance works. So whenever you have scarcity thinking, it's just going to lead to scarce, more scarcity in your life. But when you have abundant thinking, it leads to more abundance in your life, okay? So if you're having the thought, I need clients, you probably feel desperate to some degree when you have that thought. And when you're feeling desperate, um, you're probably being really clingy. You might be lowering your rates. You might be putting pressure on people to work with you. And maybe you even take on some low quality clients. So the result of that is that you just don't have a sustainable business. You're not making much money. Um, you're not attracting high quality clients. So you end up being more desperate because you're having the thought I need clients and you're approaching your business with desperation. Okay. But when you're able to release yourself from that, everything opens up. And even though you don't have that attachment to having more clients, you're no longer desperate for it. You end up attracting more clients. It's wild how that works. So I'm going to give you in this episode, I'll go over the signs of desperation. So that way you could recognize if you might be having some desperation as a coach, um, I'm going to give you some different thoughts to try on when you network, when you have consultations, and just overall beliefs to try on so that way you can uh, connect to a more abundant mindset, okay? And I'm so excited for this episode. So um, one, of the, one of the ways that you can see desperation in your business, and you can apply what I'm talking about in this episode to really any area of your life that you feel desperate in. But when you think about being desperate in your business for clients, you can parallel that to if you were single and dating and you were feeling desperate for dates, okay? So when someone is desperate for a date, um, when someone is desperate for clients, it's, it's like if someone was really thirsty, how they would approach a glass of water. So they might appear very needy, very clingy, overly eager, they might come across as trying very hard to impress or win someone over. And also when you're dating and you're, you're approaching your dating with desperation, you ignore a lot of those red flags or warning signs. You overlook them because you're just so focused on, I need to find someone. I need a partner. I need someone to be with, right? Um, so that can be really off-putting when you're dating and it create it can, it can create a lot of pressure and discomfort for your dates and then push people away. Okay. But on the other hand, when someone is dating and they're relaxed, they're confident in their approach to dating, they show up as more authentic. They show up more present and they show up being more enjoyable to be around. Okay. And when they show up this way, they end up having more genuine connections with people. They allow relationships to unfold naturally and they end up attracting great a great partner for them. You see how this works? So you can take a lot of parallels to how one dates into how you attract clients to your business, all right? So let's go over the handful of signs that you might be having desperation as a coach. And it doesn't mean that there's anything wrong with you if you notice these. It's just awareness that we can look at and begin to try on different approaches you can have. So the first sign is if you're constantly feeling anxious and fearful about your business. This could be a sign that you are um, approaching your business with desperate energy. So constantly feeling anxious and fearful. Um, the second sign is if you are 
offering lots of discounts or like special deals thinking like that's a a great way to attract clients. So whenever I notice a coach who's constantly offering discounts or lowering their rates, um, that, and it's done because they're struggling to attract clients with their regular rates, this is not a sustainable or really uh, an effective way to grow your business by just offering lots of discounts because it's coming from a desperate place. Um, Another sign of desperation is when you're not being selective with your clients, okay? So you just take on any client, even if they're clients who are not a good fit for you, not a good fit for your coaching style, not a good fit for your coaching program, whatever it is. Um, When you do this, you attract clients that are not really committed to the coaching process, and that just becomes frustrating for you, and it becomes frustrating for your client. So it's really a lose-lose. Another sign that you're desperate is... You are obsessing over your numbers. So you might be really fixated on um, the number of clients you have, the amount of money you're making, the number of followers you might have on a social media platform, all these metrics. Um, You obsess over them. You constantly think about them. So yes, it's important to track your progress, but to obsess over those numbers means that there could be desperation going on. And another big sign of desperation is when you are attached to the outcome of different conversations you have with potential clients. So when you're meeting people, when you're networking, you are in the back of your mind, you're really just hoping they're going to say yes. You're really hoping they're going to hire you. You're very attached to that outcome um, rather than just letting the relationship unfold naturally. Another sign, this is a big one, is when you over-market yourself as a coach, okay? When you over-market yourself or spread yourself too thin. So this could be if you're just trying to put yourself on every social media platform or you're just like filling your, your, your calendar and your schedule with so many ways to market yourself, but they're not really deliberate. They're not really intentional, okay? Um, so it's just like, again, with dating, someone who's desperate and they're dating, they're just going to show, they're going to date anyone who shows interest to them rather than being more discerning and being more selective about who they want to spend their time with and what they really want. And of course, who's really compatible for them. Okay. So over-marketing is a thing. Um, And as I've shared in other episodes, when I got started as a coach, I was I was quite desperate and I spent so much time marketing myself. But as years went on, I actually spent fewer hours marketing myself because I was more deliberate. I was more intentional. Um, And it's just been a trend over the years. As my business has grown, I've actually had to devote less time to market my business. So um, when you market yourself deliberately, um, it's a sign that you are not desperate. So over marketing, that's what we don't want. And then finally, the last time is if you are, overall, you're, you're coming across clingy or graspy or needy. So you feel like you need to push people or convince people to work with you, even if they're not interested, okay? There's no convincing or, or persuading or manipulating or pushing that you need to do when it comes to marketing or selling your business. I know that people have that idea, like I need to... Um, convince people to work with me or prove to them why they should work with me. None of that. None of that. That's not any of what we teach in the academy. So if you're if you're noticing that you're being kind of clingy or graspy or needy, or maybe you've received that feedback from others, that's a sign that you might be acting out of desperation. Okay. So when you act out of desperation, 
you're putting your business in a worse state. And you really need to absorb that because you might think, oh, if I just put myself out there on more social media platforms, if I just um, offer more discounts, then I'm going to grow my business. It's actually not true. You're more likely to put your business in a worse state. All right. So I'm going to give you some new thoughts to try on when it comes to your business. Okay. First, let's start with when you're networking. All right. When you're networking, instead of having the thoughts like, I need to find my next client or um, I need to enroll someone, I need to book consults from this networking event, here are some thoughts you can have instead. I'm grateful for this opportunity to meet people. I am going to enjoy this experience regardless of the outcome. One of the thoughts I love having is, I'm going to celebrate no matter what happens. I'm going to celebrate no matter what happens. Okay, another thought is, I'm excited to learn from this experience. I'm open to new opportunities that might arise. Um, I trust that the right opportunities are going to come my way. And I love this thought, I don't need to prove myself to anyone. Just think about what that would do for you when you talk to people about your coaching business, when you already have that belief I don't need to prove myself to anyone, okay? And I also like to have the thought, I'm here to connect, offer value, and have fun. Whenever you're going to some kind of networking event, I'm here to connect, I'm here to offer value, and I'm here to have fun, right? So when you have all these thoughts, again, the irony is that you end up growing your business, but it's because you release the clinginess, the neediness, and the graspiness, okay? So here are some thoughts that you can try on when you are having a consultation with a potential client, okay? Now, in Thriving Coach Academy, one of the resources we do give all of our students is a consultation template, which is step-by-step exactly how to navigate that, that call with potential clients so that way you can really uncover what they want and know exactly what to ask, how to lead that conversation. So that way it unfolds very naturally and people decide themselves to work with you. And we found our students have tremendous success with this consultation template. And that's just one of the many templates that we give inside the academy. So in addition to having those kinds of templates, it's important to have um, an effective and appropriate and useful mindset. Because if you have the strategy laid out for you, if you're just given what to say, what to do, but you are pouring your desperation all over it, then it's not going to work. Okay. So here are the thoughts you want to try on when you are in your consultations. One thought is whether or not this person becomes a client, I'll still be okay. You'll still be okay, right? You don't want to put the entire livelihood of your business on that one potential client in that phone call. Think about how much pressure it puts on them and you. So knowing that you're going to be okay, whether they become a client or not. Another thought is, I know that I provide real value. I know that I can provide real value to this person. I'm confident in my abilities as a coach. So the more confidence you can have in yourself and the more that you really believe in the value that you offer the less desperate that you're going to feel. And this goes for any area of your business, whether it be networking, consults, any part of your business. When you really can be grounded in your confidence, when you can truly believe that you offer value to people, then there won't be any desperation, okay? So that's another important thought to have. I know that I can provide real value to this person. 
Another thought to try on is I'm grateful for this opportunity to connect with someone. I'm so grateful for this opportunity to connect with someone. I'm excited to understand more about this person and what they really want. So notice how you feel when you try on these thoughts or when you hear these thoughts. Notice how you feel in your body. Maybe you feel your shoulders start to drop. Maybe you feel your body's not as tense. Maybe you feel that you can breathe a little bit easier and you could relax a bit more, right? I trust, here's another thought, I trust in the value of my coaching and the positive impact it can have on someone's life. So I go as I go through these thoughts, maybe there's one or two thoughts that really stand out and those are the ones that you want to focus on and remind yourself of, okay? So with me, when I released the attachment I had to outcomes, because when I got started, I was so attached to someone hiring me when I have a consultation, it's all I could think about. And um, when I released the attachment to that, and I just focused on getting to know the person, really just seeing if we were a good match, then I was so much more calm and confident in those sessions. And ironically, because I released that attachment, my conversion rate went up significantly, okay? Um, it went from being just 10% to 20 to 30 to 40, all the way up to like 60%, meaning that more than half of the people I'd have a consult with ended up hiring me on the spot, okay? And I do credit a lot of that to um, releasing the attachment from the outcome, no longer bringing that desperate energy into those consultations. So more beliefs for you to try on, okay? Just overall, when it comes to your business, this is a big one. Your worth as a coach is not determined by the number of clients that you have. Your worth as a coach is not determined by the number of clients that you have, okay? Instead of obsessing over these numbers and over these metrics, focus on the value that you can offer people. Focus on more ways that you can connect on a deeper level to the people you want to serve, okay? Here's another thought to try on. I know that I can make a difference for my clients. I know that I can provide value. Right? Some of these I'm repeating because I really want them to sink in. That's one that's just so great to have overall. Knowing that you provide value, knowing that you can make a difference for your clients. I trust in the process of building my coaching, pro- uh, coaching practice. So I trust in the process of building my coaching practice. So one of the metaphors I love to share with our students inside the academy is that when you start your own business, it's like you are starting a garden, okay? And whenever you start a garden, um, you start out planting some seeds and you need to water those seeds. And over time, those seeds are going to grow, okay? It takes some time for that to happen. You've got to nurture and tend to your garden. But when you approach your business, like, I need clients. Where are my clients? I, I need them right now. It's like you're just putting the seeds in the ground and immediately wondering why none of the vegetables have sprouted, why you don't see anything blooming, right? So you want to keep tending to your garden and you want to trust in the process. You want to trust that, okay, those seeds, I know that they're going to become something beautiful. I know that the vegetables are going to sprout. I know that the flowers are going to come up. Even though I can't see it right now, I know that as long as I keep showing up to my garden, it's going to happen. So I trust in the process of building my coaching practice, okay? Um, I trust that when I consistently show up for my business, success will follow. So this is the same idea. I trust that when I consistently show up for my business, success will follow. 
And then here is another one of my favorite thoughts to have. There are plenty of clients to go around. There are plenty of clients to go around, okay? So you might be, if if you are comparing yourself to others, right? Maybe that's even another sign of desperation I'm just thinking of right now. If you're constantly comparing yourself to others and 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 comparing yourself to how many how much money someone else is making or how many clients someone else is is having, then you are caught in this scarcity mindset as if there's a limited quantity that's going to run out and you need to desperately try to get what you can before everything just um, goes away. But when you believe that there's plenty of clients to go around, there's plenty of money to go around, you no longer feel this need to even compare yourself to others or worry about what the coach next to you is doing or the, the progress they're making in their business, right? You just stay in your lane. You just focus on the value you offer and the people that you're attracting, all right? So there are plenty of clients to go around, okay? So one of the themes that I've talked about in this episode is abundance, okay? Being, having an abundance mindset, which means focusing on all the possibilities in life rather than focusing on scarcity and lack. So I'm going to share with you more strategies to, uh, to use and apply so that way you could connect and stay in an abundance um, mindset in your, in, your, in your business and also in your life. One great way to connect to abundance is by practicing gratitude. Okay, gratitude is a, is a wonderful way to shift from um, focusing on what you lack to focusing on what you already have. So I invite you to take some time every day to reflect on what it is that you're grateful for, no matter how small it might seem. Um, so there's one of our continuing education courses that we provide in the academy is positive psychology. And we go into a lot of the research done on how gratitude has such a tremendous impact on people's well-being. And there's some different tools that we give that you can use to increase the levels of gratitude you have in your life and also in your client's life. But one simple thing you can do is have a gratitude journal. So just have a, a place for you to write down every day a few things that you're grateful for and uh, and make that a practice in your life so that way you start real, realizing all of the beauty, all of the, all the joy, all the wonderful things in your life instead of focusing on what's missing or what you don't have, okay? Another great exercise you can do is actually visualizing abundance. So what does that mean? Okay, so remember, scarcity is believing that there's not enough to go around, um, that you need to hoard, you need to really hold on to what you have because you might lose it, and that you need to um, uh, fiercely compete with others because there can only be one winner in this game of business, which is not true. But when you can visualize abundance, then all that starts to dissolve. So imagine, imagine right now, that there are so many clients. Like if you're, if you're not driving, you can close your eyes and you can imagine all of these clients, all these people that are just all around you on the planet. Just really picture the countless number of clients out there, whether they be clients that you have or clients that are on the way, okay? And visualize all of the money that's just swirling around you and swirling around the planet, right? Picture clients and money everywhere. And I know it might sound a little bit silly and bizarre, but it's so helpful to do this. Just picture that there's clients everywhere. There's money 
everywhere, okay? When you start visualizing it, you're going to start seeing how it's really true and you're going to just you're going to show up in ways that act in accordance to that. So you're going to end up like opening the channel for abundance, so you open up the channels for clients and money to come to you. So think about that. What if there are endless channels of clients and money that are trying to get to you, but your desperation and your scarcity thinking is just blocking those channels. So if you think about like you have a hose, right? The hose is turned on. There's a lot of water that's trying to come through, but your foot is stepping on part of the hose. So you're only seeing drops of water come out. But when you can release your your foot from the hose, all of that's all, all of what was already there can finally come through. Okay, all of the money, all the clients. So it's already there. It's just we've got to focus on it. We've got to realize that. So picture clients and money just swirling around everywhere and show up to your business from that place, right? What would you do and what actions would you take when you know that there are plenty of clients to go around and there's plenty of money to go around, okay? And then finally, you want to surround yourself with abundance. So surround yourself with people who embody abundance, who embody positivity. So whether it be mentors, coaches, friends, communities, you want to be around people that really connect to this abundant way of living. Now, it doesn't mean abundance. Some people hear that and they think, oh, it's just like something that um, rich people think. No, right? You want to, you, no matter, there are many very wealthy people who still live with scarcity thinking and they're constantly stressed out about money. And um, they, they have this tremendous uh, drain that they feel constantly because of it. And there's also people that don't have a lot of financial wealth, but they experience a lot of abundance in their life. So no matter your financial situation, you can still connect to abundance. You can connect to that feeling. You can connect to the thinking that there's plenty to go around. There are clients everywhere. There is money everywhere. Okay? Um, so those are some different exercises that, that you can do to get out of that scarcity mindset where you're focusing on lack or you're just focusing on like all the things that you could have more of. All right. So when you start to connect to that abundance mindset, right, when you start to really step into that, how would you show up to your business? Right. Maybe you'll just focus more on creating value. So rather than worrying about how many clients you have or don't have, you just focus on creating value for your network, for your audience, for your following. Okay, you have a more client-centered approach and you're able to really focus on the value you can give. When you are released from the scarcity, desperate thinking, you might show up prioritizing relationships more, right? You might, fo- you might put more energy into that, building authentic relationships with your network, your platform. And when you do that, you establish more trust, and more rapport. And what happens when you do that? People are more willing to invest their resources into working with you, okay? They want to hire you, okay? When you get into abundance thinking, you also start seeing more opportunities that you can't see when your brain is just looking for lack and all the things that um, are limited and not there. So you start noticing more opportunities. Maybe it's more partnerships, collaborations, or ways in which you can get your message, your program out into the world, okay? So focus on abundance in your business, create value for others, continue to look for opportunities, and also practice gratitude, right? When you start to do this, you're going to approach your business with so much more peace 
and confidence and certainty and knowing that you are going to be okay. All right, that's what I got in this episode. Remember to tune in a little bit longer. I'm gonna include Sina's amazing story. So listen to Sina's story and be inspired for how she became successful as a coach. And I'll see you all in the next episode. My name is Sina Gensch and I discovered coaching um, actually a couple of years ago, but I started in Germany. And then I found out that there are also like really other methods coming from the USA, which are very, very much different different from, from the ones I know from Germany. And uh, this was for me like this really breakthrough moment where I actually found what I was looking for like all the time, but I didn't get it in Germany. So I was working as a stage designer and I always felt that I have so much com- uh, passion for it, but it's like um, I wasn't able to live that 100% because there were so many circumstances around me which I wasn't able to um, deal with in a way that I feel okay with that. Because I was struggling so much with this environment, I was always like, I always had this huge wish that my life would change completely. My decision process was quite fast. I was researching for three days. I really trusted my gut feeling. I have so many wins and so many successes because I I started in September, like for my own time framing. I thought that in February, I'm going to start my business. And uh, until then, I will just train uh, coaching skills. But then after module two, it just like started like skyrocketing. And um, I felt so much confident in coaching and I decided that I quit my job. I also decided to shift my career like completely into being a full-time coach. I think for me, the biggest win is that I feel so much confident, so much more confident in doing what I am doing because of the process um, Frank is guiding us through. My mind was telling me, you're not ready, you're not good enough and all that stuff, but um, like with the coaching of Frank and all the other peers, I got to the point that I just did it and then it just happened. So I started my business, I think like two weeks ago. And this is, I think, four months before I actually planned to start my business. And I haven't ever imagined to be that quick. And I really love to be quick. So I'm doing everything with like lots of speed because I love it, but I didn't, I haven't expected expected that to happen like this quick. And I think for me, the most important important thing is that I can see everything of this um, coming from a place of joy, because this is like this huge difference between my job as a coach and my job as a stage designer, that I wanted to enjoy my life and my working life, um, because I naturally have so much passion for working. And so this for me is like a gift that I have um, the skill of coaching and for like that the possibility to uh, enjoy my working life. When someone is searching for an institute to do a coaching training, I can highly recommend uh, Thriving Coaching Academy because I think the values are so high, the qualities, uh, qualities are so high. Um, you can do everything on your own pace. If you want to be fast, you can really, really, really be fast. You have so much support. I would say just do it. I would like to emphasize that um, the coaching training really changed my life really like on every uh, layer on every level in the beginning i had this huge wish that my that something is happening and my life's going to change it happened and um when i'm telling this other people i'm like okay you know these crazy stories that these people are telling you that their life like suddenly shifted and changed um it happened for me and i'm really really glad that i decided to do that 
Hey, would you like access to powerful coaching tools you can use on yourself and clients right away? For being a listener of the podcast, I'm giving you a VIP guest pass to get a sneak peek into my coach training program. Inside, you'll learn our coach's secret tool they use to transform their clients' lives. And you'll also get a training on how to launch a coaching business. Just head over to www.thrivingcoachacademy.com slash VIP to get started. I'll see you on the inside.